you're listening to another episode of D Magic's podcast. Association with West London. Me? Um, did did Daniel's uh, voice just get like a ton deeper? Why are you ruining his intro for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's my that's my WhatsApp voice note voice in it. That's. <laughs> oh, it actually is as well. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> the third, the third part it actually is. Uh, you got, you got. It's called vocal range, G. <laughs> why does your voice need to go deeper? Like, what? what? Why, why, why are you utilizing your your vocal range? It's for babes, isn't it? For ba- so you're doing this podcast for babes? No, I mean, no, 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 no. Don't put words in my mouth. I'm just, I'm just implying from what you said. I'm just like looking at, looking at it from a different perspective. No, but obviously, some man avoids no merchants in it. That's their place. I thought, you know, I can tap into that game. See, this is the thing, Dan. You need to find your own game. You need to have your own plays. I, I do have my own plays. <laughs> right, go on, go on and share them with the people. The survey thing, in it. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, it worked bad times, yeah. It's just this time it didn't work. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna. I was just, I was just about to say the one time you did it in front of me, it didn't work. But (laughs) But to be honest, nothing was gonna work because he's like (laughs) just. Oh man, what have you been saying this week? This week, yeah, not much, not much, man. It's just, it, it just wonders. I don't know. It's it's weird because it's like it's like everyone sort of forgot about COVID, and then all of a sudden we're we're locked down next week. So it's like. Even though COVID's still here, everyone was kind of relaxed about it. Too relaxed. Good people. Yeah, literally. Too <laughs> relaxed. People were invited me to underground Halloween parties. <laughs> wasn't there? Wasn't there a massive party in Bristol that got that had to get 
Yeah, I saw um, that. Yeah. yeah, my brother was telling me about it. Like, I saw the picture. It was like Wait, not just in Bristol. Apparently, there was one in um, Coventry as well. Of course, it's Coventry. Of course, yeah. Whole city in a bin, fam. <laughs> it was in like like a massive field or something, and the police came. <laughs> Field. What? Ah. A pumpkin yeah. party. Yeah, I think I saw one. I, yeah, I saw the Bristol one. It's like those bare feds that cordon off the set. <laughs> yeah, that's mad. But did, what, did you not see the video when them 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 men were running from the party because the feds were there? <laughs> what? Yeah. When they were jumping out of wood. Yeah. Don't get caught or anything. <laughs> <laughs> that video is too funny. <laughs> they were <all> bolting. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen people were literally like the window wasn't high, like you could jump it, mm. but it's a painful jump. <laughs> and people were giving it like no second forward. There was like at least like three or four people back to back just jumping out. I just thought sorry for the police. There was like two police, and you just have a, a whole thing. Didn't they break the window? Did they break the window to leave as well? Can't remember. House, the Bristol one. What? Wait, are you talking about the Bristol one? No, no, no. The video that went round of people leaving the uni. There was like a uni flat party. Oh, right. That's a different one. Okay. Was it in a house? No, it was in a flat. It was like a first first floor flat kind of mad mad Wait, I, I saw another video in Woolwich that was doing like a fireworks war <laughs> what? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, people are bored man people are, you bored. Get it? <laughs> people are bored people are actually bored <laughs> <laughs> they have the Harry Potter film. <laughs> J- Jubilee from X-Men <laughs> yeah, so... I think so Um She's actually ruining the podcast. Yeah, um, she's, she's on this thing. You, you edit this out, right? You're, you're, you're going to edit this out. You, you can't. No, because I, I want people to know how much she's disrupting the recording. <laughs> oh, all right, cool. Uh, so basically, guys, what's happened is we're trying to record the podcast here and the person who is really, really up for this podcast is... <laughs> In and out. Oh, I think the audio. I think the audio must have gone. I think the audio must have gone. Okay. Oh, now she's come off. Oh my gosh. Hello. Yo. This must pissed off you. I'm sorry. My Wi-Fi keeps cutting out. The Wi-Fi. It's so bad. Like it just keeps. It just keeps like disappearing. Um, what were you guys talking about? 
Coventry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Coventry firework was fireworks. Yeah, the stand stuff. Oh my god! The stand at the office really. Yeah. <laughs> like just normal human. Do you see that? Do you see that video of uh, yeah. Birmingham fireworks? No. Ah, uh, it was just mad. Like bare people just shooting at each other. That'd be hell. <laughs> I mean, this is this is the time when fireworks usually pop off. Someone tried fire fireworks at me last year. <laughs> what? Where? I was on I was on uh, Edgware Road. I just ran. I was walking home and randomly, like, like just fireworks popped at me. I'm baffled. Adam, do you still live in? Um... Yeah. Okay, uh, Daniel, beat that out from. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why would you randomly ask me not? <laughs> sorry, sorry. I I just came to mind to when you were saying you were walking from... home from Edgware Road. <laughs> huh? It, it just came to mind when you said you were walking home from Edgware Road. No, I mean I wasn't walking. I was walking to the station to go home. To okay, home. fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Sorry. Apologies. Um, that is really weird that people were going to chuck stuff at you. But if, it, if, it's, if it's if it's if it's in okay, it's not okay, it's not in your area. Get okay, Edgar Road. That doesn't make sense. That's mad. <laughs> what? Arab Road. What? Wait, did you say they were firing at you at what, your area or Edgar Road? No, Edgar Road. Like he was on the road. That's a bit mad, still. Like, that's risky with all the shisha there. Mm. <laughs> Lively, Why? Yeah. Uh, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> it's, it's, risk, it's risk I'm willing to take. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the shisha shit as well was just not even worth it. We should we should go to Edra Road after coronavirus is over, just for the vibes. There's nothing there. <laughs> I know. It's, it's just a road. It's just a road no. of rich Arabs. No, there's okay. I tell you, like, there's nothing nice there. There's like oh. one place I like. <laughs> Where should we go? We didn't go Thorpe Park. Well, why didn't we go last year? Why don't we just go Thorpe Park when lockdown's over? Why didn't we go to yeah. Thorpe Park last year, guys? I was I was looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. I didn't go because I went. You were ghosting for a whole year. Twice. Yeah, you were gone for all year. So, um, Daniel betrayed us. Great, thanks. It wasn't betrayal. Mm. It's just them and we're on job with it. I've Excuse got dates and times within the hour. <laughs> you got dates? The deep voice is working. The deep voice is working. <laughs> <laughs> No, how's the love left this month? How's how's lockdown affected it? I should be I should be asking you really and truly, <laughs> but let's not talk about that. Is that what we're doing this month? Uh, is he trying to get the yeah, fall back there? Is that what we're doing this? Fall back there. Nah, nah. I feel about it. Say something then. <laughs> how yeah, how's no, how's B? Too shaking it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Can it be with the Because when you say B, it could mean a lot of things. That's true, actually. Why are you making it sound like that, business? She fucked you up, you know. Hey, what happened? You got a thing? We'll reframe the question um, after the podcast is uh, not filming. Yeah, yeah, you, do, you get it. <laughs> nah, look, for the purpose of this podcast, everyone here is very single. What? No, 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 no. Don't say that. Don't say that. I'm going to get you in trouble out here. No, you can't. It's time she listen to this podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, I am also single for the purpose of this podcast. No, like that. Wow. How could you? You seem like a nice guy as well. <laughs> he, he had fun last week. Um, he said you guys were a cool bunch. Uh, yeah, me obvious, but nothing. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you blame him for being surprised given that he's tablet? Wow! 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 Guys, you love me. Why are you being like? Why are you bullying me? So yeah, COVID's a bit mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Great segue, great segue. <laughs> that's segue. <laughs> wow, that's segue. <laughs> Alright. So obviously... Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> obviously there was a, a national address by Boris Johnson and his scientific advisor <laughs> yesterday. Um, advisors. Advisors. But he doesn't listen to you until... <laughs> what did he? What did he think of his uni lecture style PowerPoint? Bro, that was that, that, that was at uni. That was shit. Was <laughs> that was label properly. <laughs> that, 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 that's not even forty percent. You're not getting a first it, on that one. Was it just on <laughs> my TV? But was it too big for the screen? Like it was going off the screen, right? No, for me it was just too small. Like you couldn't see it properly. The act, the act just of labeling was too, too it was just, Yeah, it was just a lot of data, and like, it was just too much, like, they're trying to confuse you, I think. We yeah, yeah, they like, here's everything at once, and without really explaining it properly. So because no one cares then, right? You're right. Trying to overwhelm us. Yeah, but, that's literally what I was saying to you yesterday, is, I, like, I just am not disrespecting the population, but... Not many people are that comfortable with data to actually understand what the hell he's talking about. Listen, we voted majority Tory. I am okay with disrespecting this country. <laughs> it, was a, it was a very, very small majority. I'm not gonna lie. I know, I know some Tories, Tabia, so you could be upsetting some people. <laughs> yeah. Say that again. I went UCR. I know a lot of Tories. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I was I was reading the chart on Google in it like the way the thing just went up in like, the last three weeks is mad. It's like it was bare flat for a the while. Cases, the the cases are going up, but like the death rate is nowhere near as bad as it was the first time. Yeah, 
It's because, firstly, most of the old people are dead. That's and secondly, wow, because wow, wow, now it's... Um, wow. um, that was now it's now it's because like it's the young people like no offense but it's everyone going back to uni and it's not necessarily people partying and whatnot it's just because of obviously everyone's like out and about and moving around the country which is fair enough um but that kind of that's that kind of makes sense with why you know there's not as many deaths but obviously again that's like that's just now like the rate that we're going or we would have been going Um, Wait, was that it? Yeah. yeah, but with the new lockdown measures, it's not like they're trying to subvert that. It's like we're in lockdown, but everyone's still going to schools and stuff. Which is all right. It'll no, reduce but... it for a little bit, then go back up again. And then <laughs> yeah. We'll just, uh, we'll just keep repeating this until like eventually it does go away in the year 2040. No, but it's because, like, it's, it's because, it's, like, I say, I say this all the time, and I'm, I'm like, you know, a proper critic about the situation, but it's because we messed up in the first place, right? And even though we can still turn it around now, like, the government refuses to, to do that, like, even doing the, the national lockdown the second time round, like, he literally dragged his feet about it, and... I mean, the the government are just wanting us to, like, quote-unquote, live with the virus when we really can't. Like, the virus is way too... Um, I forgot the, the scientific word, but it just it spreads way too quickly for it to, to be a virus that we can live with. Um, but I just generally get really triggered about the whole situation because we, we could have had it under control from the very beginning, and mm-hmm. because we didn't, now we just can't. I don't understand, because we had a head start, because... The thing actually got to come from Asia to India. We had a head start and we still slacked. Mm-hmm. And blame Boris Johnson because remember, the very beginning, his strategy was, um, what was it? It was, how do you miss me? Which was basically just like, you know, I don't let, care if your grandma let, dies. Let, you die. let, some, let some people die so the rest of us can live. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like his strategy is very dismissive towards people with um, pre-existing health conditions. I feel like it's very disrespectful to them. No, but people do, people don't realize that it's it's not even just about that. Like you know, even young people getting the virus. Like we don't know what the situation will be long term. So even young people who are like, oh my god, I'll get it and it's fine. Like no, because you don't know in the long term how it's going to affect you. Like we're just finding out now about like the damage that it can do to your lungs and your like overall respiratory system. So just overall, like, you know, we can sit here and talk about like the elderly, people with pre-existing health conditions, like minorities that will be affected by it like more so. But just the general population and even young people who are necessarily dying like this is a whole generation of people who are going to have to live with the effects of the virus Mm -hmm. and we don't know how that's going to change things but obviously when you go to try and explain things like that to the general public they don't want to hear it you know because even those people that was on um, respirators like the likelihood of them being on that thing again in the future is like way increased that's something we haven't even thought about, like, so, I don't there's, know. There's this, well, there's, there's this thing now with long COVID as well, which is starting to get talked about. Long COVID? And people yeah, still that's... having 
Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was talking about, yeah, which exactly. is basically the long term effects of mm. coronavirus. It's like people like we still will still be really tired even after they've recovered from COVID and things. Just I guess that one of the symptoms. But <laughs> like people, like I think I was seeing something today, and it was like her and her daughter were both suffering from long COVID, and they they were feeling tired all the time. Um, they were like needed to go pee every like like so really often. Just things like I guess things like that, but. Even even on. that is only starting to come. Yeah. Hold on, you said long COVID, yeah. <laughs> oh, Lara, he's just throwing this. Look, look, there's a difference between Premier League football and like Popper was shit before COVID. He's still shit now. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Man had long COVID. I was like, that's, that's my Pogba on your friend next to 10 years until he was back. Come on, man. You're, you're better than that. <laughs> All right, okay. I mean, you say that Ronaldo scored in his first game back. Zlatan scored a bicycle kick today. He's been, he's been scoring since he's got it. Does Pogba look tired or does he just look disinterested? <laughs> um... Yeah. I feel like he's got a bit of a triple, triple I never, a never ever used to like pay attention to your football conversation. That's, that's, that's not true. You begged us for years to come to a Chelsea game. Oh, yeah, okay, and I still, I still am because we still haven't gone to a proper one, right? Um, I came to yeah that one. Um, was it like a warm up or was it like the beating? Warm up. Sorry, sorry. Beck does the come to the friendly to comment on Ruben Loftus Cheek's looks. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that was like Look, two years ago now. Advice for all the guys out there: if your girl is disinterested in football, please do not try to get her into it. Just keep it separate from your life. <laughs> it's a lot more peaceful. <laughs> You sound like you spoke from experience. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was talking from experience. Unfortunately, <laughs> the experience isn't there. But if you that's not so. for the pod- it's that's not, not for the podcast. podcast. I hear that. <laughs> not for the I, I feel like my, like my personal life was brought up in the podcast. I thought other people should. Be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I understand. I understand. I hear that. I hear that, that. Is, is complete, it's completely understandable. When I say I hate that, you're the one that introduced it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't need we don't need to worry about that one then. Yeah, no. Oh, here we go. Alright, cool. Okay, let's 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 go through some of these measures then. Um, you can leave your house for work, medical reasons, food shops, care purposes, and. In quote unquote outdoor recreation. Okay, so with the outdoor recreation thing, are we limited for an hour? Like previous lockdown, was it unlimited? Like, I think it's unlimited. I read somewhere it's like they're encouraging outdoor exercise. Yeah. But to be fair, specifics will be out tomorrow. Will power you close? 
Yeah, yeah. Stuff oh, like that will probably be Because that's beautiful people. So it's an interesting situation because my household will not change at all. Like, my parents will still have to go to work. My brother will still be going to school. Um, my, my other brother and I and my grandma, we're still going to be home. So it's actually a really interesting situation in that, you know, for other people, I think they're going to be, like, going back into everyone at home, whereas in my house, it's not going to be like it was, you know, a few few weeks, a few months ago. Mine will be identical. Yeah, same. Yeah. Like, all three of us are still going to end up going to work. Um, sorry, only me and my mum. My dad's been working from home the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, so my dad's working from home. the exact same, like, work-wise for me. Yeah. yeah. Sister, sister's going to school, dad's working from home. So, like, legit, exactly the same. I was supposed to go into the office, I think, this week, and then we were literally in the process of planning it either this week or next week. And then, obviously, now they've, you know, um, mentioned the the new restrictions, so it doesn't look like it's happening. And it, I guess it's fine. It's just super sucky because, obviously, as a new joiner, I haven't met my team or anyone yet, and I have to wait until like February to go in and, and meet everyone. Um, but yeah, it is what it is, I guess. I've been at home this whole time, to be fair, so... (laughs) (laughs) I I feel for uni students, and to any students right now, to be honest. I really feel for them. My my, my brother's home anyway. He's he's doing uni from home anyway. But the way way I'm seeing the online lectures being done... (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I feel so for them, especially because the fees haven't changed or anything. You get it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because it, it isn't the same. Like, as much as they're trying to say, they try to say, oh, we're doing, we're doing as, as best we can and blah, blah, it's not the same. You're not getting the same experience. Yeah, you don't, you don't get, get the resources. You don't get, exactly. like, to talk to people face-to-face. You don't get to show them your problems or whatever. Like, you don't really have people around you to support you, like, you're... you're um, and stuff yeah. exactly but they're still rinsing you for 9k a year literally like even beyond that if a student has stayed at home to do uni or to finish to do their studies at home they're not they're not at university so they don't have access to library or anything like that mm. so they're not getting the full, full access to resources so at least at the minimum students that stay at home should be getting some level of refund because then it's like so i'll play devil's advocate so i'll play devil's advocate like the 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 idea is that as long as the um learning situation so the way that they're learning is still enough and it doesn't change then the government won't um you know find any reason to kind of charge any less like for example you know with my masters right imagine the rest of my cohort does lab work and obviously they didn't have access to labs but they changed their projects from labs to just like doing it was kind of like report style so even though um you know the system was completely changed for them you know the uni was arguing that the quality of education was exactly the same just slightly different and so they were kind of able to go like get away with charging the same amount um so 
at different universities just overinflate their quality of education. Um, oh yeah, of course, of course. Um, even with that, it's you're paying nine, like you're choosing to pay that money to do something that you basically subscribe to do that you've chosen. But then you, they're basically changing. Like in that case, they they probably chose to do lab stuff and they've ended up doing report stuff. Yeah, so it's like, like it, it's not what they want. It's not what they paid to do. If you know what I mean. I 100% think that they, especially the people, you know, who had their lab stuff changed, deserve at least a portion of their um, fees back, literally because the whole point of the masters was to do lab work um, and and to, you know, pre- prepare them for PhDs and stuff. And if your whole, like, and they missed, so imagine we have two projects. The entirety of our second projects was done from home. Um, so imagine you have that situation, like that just, you know, you deserve at least a third of your, your money back. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. My lab just got cut short because I was in the middle of my project when the thingy ha- lockdown happened the first time. And, uh, I didn't end up finishing all my results and stuff, which impacted my grade a little bit. Did they not take that into consideration? They do, but like. If you don't have a full set of data, there's only so much you can write about. Which, mm. like, they take it into account, but yeah, it, I get it has you. like a it has a knockdown effect on other things as well. Cause yeah, I get you. I was gonna write like a good five, ten pages on catalyst deactivation, and I wasn't even able to model it because I couldn't finish my thing. Yeah, trust me. Like, the, I didn't. I couldn't do the basis of my whole project. Mm. Wow. Oh. See, I was lucky in that. I mean, my 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 dissertation, I, I didn't have to do anything practical. So it was like most of what I'd done was finished by the time lockdown came. So it was literally just about analysing what I had. And anything I needed to collect, I could just collect online anyway. So I wasn't really that affected by COVID in terms of my studies. I think I only had, I only had one module which had to be taught online. The rest was pretty much done. So in that sense, I was quite lucky. But even when they were taught online and stuff, it just it wasn't the same. Like because of COVID, one of my projects had to get cancelled. Yeah, literally, one of my projects got cancelled. But mm. it was lucky because so basically, instead of that project, they basically made the in-class test worth more. Okay. So then, I mean. Luckily for me, I'd done well on that in-class test, so it just meant my average, I had more, I had more, it was worth, like, I, I had a good grade and that was worth more. And historically, that group project, people didn't perform that role. Yeah. So I actually got very lucky, but I know many people from other courses who got done really badly because of it. Yeah. Like, even my brother, for example, his course is pretty much all practical, like going out, filming, stuff like that. And that they basically had to pay was just cancel all of that, yeah. and that's worth like what sixty seventy percent of the module. So it's like, that's how do you how, how, like that's the thing? How do you account for like for subjects like I guess economics, business, things like that? Mm. Every, everything can be sort of found online, but then it's when you go into the practical subjects. Yeah, it's like how how do you make up for doing that sort of stuff? Yeah, next semester I meant to have. A group project. I don't know how. I, I don't know if things will be back to normal by then. I don't. You'll do it over Zoom. It's fine. Yeah. 
I didn't get to go to Poland. I was supposed to have training in Poland, guys, for two weeks, and I didn't get to go. I was so upset. You just, you just, wanted, you just wanted the business class trips, innit? <laughs> <laughs> to, to Poland. <laughs> Sit on the plane for like an hour and a half. <laughs> I think overall, I'm just surprised that the government didn't really have a contingency plan for um, a situation like this. Like, I know that, you know, a pandemic is like a, a, a you know, a very rare occurrence, although yeah. we, we did have one, you know, not too long ago. Right. But it is very surprising. It's, you know, it's, it is quite surprising to me that this is not something that they even considered to, to plan for, you know, with A-levels, with GCSEs, with universities. Mm-hmm. Just overall, like I feel like the entire situation has been shambolic for literally every single person involved, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I think I think it, it, I think it's worse when when you think to how the first lockdown even happened. In that, loads of people were calling for a lockdown to be done earlier, but the government is kind of putting it off, talk, saying about the economy and stuff like that. Yeah. Which, which I'm not gonna lie, a lot of people understood at the time, but. I guess when I, I guess hindsight's twenty twenty, and the fact that you think that in that time the government would sort of at least start planning, like at least some some steps to how to deal with this virus. The thing like, is, we... it's like they haven't even done that. So it's like, what was the point of waiting all that time at the start to then we're now yeah, back in whole, pretty much the same position? The whole argument of like it's not an impact on the or less of an impact on the economy. Like if they had done it earlier, like. You, you you couldn't compare the impact to what it is to what it would could have been. Which would have been so much smaller. So it's, it's kind of, it's just like a lot of incompetence in that sense. Yeah. I used to. I used to talk about, you know, how we should have locked down straight away from the very beginning because we didn't. We still wait. You know, remember, he slowly started putting the gates down and it wasn't until like, I I think a week or a week and a bit until we went into like a full national lockdown. And I remember in the very beginning, um, you know, I was saying that it was a situation where we just have to lock down straight away when the numbers are small because it's much easier to contain then and to contain the spread. Um, And I remember everyone I used to speak to was like, but the economy, but the economy. I mean, yes, the economy is going to get impacted, but now we've made the situation and the impact on the economy so much worse because we've let it spiral out of control. And the fact that, you know, this came out of China around December time, right? And even when we had an inkling that that was there was still a month or so where we had enough time to plan and right mm-hmm. then and then we st- should have started doing you know control from of people um from from china then and there now obviously we can talk about we, we can talk about hindsight but i will be very surprised if a, a, you know a there's not going to be an investigation into the complete cock-up of the government right from the very beginning. Um, and we're going to see that so many of the deaths, like, I mean, we're up to how many deaths now? Like 45,000 or something? So many of the deaths could have been prevented just from, you know, locking down straight away. Hmm. Straight away. Hmm. And like... it pisses me off. Sorry, go ahead. Right, go ahead. No, I was just saying, like, it just, it, 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 it genuinely pisses me off because people, you know, 
now people are gen- genuinely fatigued like people are genuinely i do understand that right now people don't give a shit but what people don't realize is by not giving a shit now they're just prolonging the process and that is the thing that people do not understand like if you just don't give a shit you're just making it worse for yourself and for everyone and like i remember you know katie hopkins in the beginning she was talking about <laughs> my favorite person katie hopkins she was talking about how you know by locking down people aren't able to access like routine treatments and surgeries etc cetera, etc cetera. that's not the fault of the government that is the fault of the general public and i mean it is the fault of the government obviously but as in they had to lock down like they had to do a national lockdown but you no know, you can't the, people who need these routine treatments and surgeries like they would have been at risk if 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 we hadn't had a national lockdown you know so i think overall the other thing the government failed in was just educating the general public and we can still say that now can't we i think there's that but like you say you blame the general public like a lockdown just wasn't really enforced it was said but like you could yeah. realistically just go out, meet your friends in the park, and someone would just tell you to break it up or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, it wasn't properly enforced. Yeah. No, I agree, and and that's one of the other things that you know I I think I point I well I, I pointed out before, which is well not in this podcast but just generally that you know towards the end of the national lockdown he was like you know oh we trust the general public to make their own decisions like that is 100% him passing the buck on from himself to the general public yeah. but the thing is like we as general public like we're going to our own thing like if you if we have nothing to hold us back we're just going to do it and and again i used to say you know like if it's in the rules you can't really say anything about people going out to meet their friends and blah 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 but this is a pandemic we can't be at the boundary of letting people do what they want and and that is the other problem and yes that's where you know the government should have stepped in you know masks 100% mandatory you you do not need to leave the house and had we had complete draconian measures firstly in the very beginning of when the situation started but also for a short period of time would have changed things drastically whereas even now people are just doing whatever the he- the hell they want like people are going and having halloween parties people are going out and meeting their friends and it just doesn't make sense you know people aren't going to take the second lockdown seriously either and and that's the truth look at, look at, like, look at Wuhan like they had a concert last month didn't they mm-hmm. <laughs> and then halloween like, as well like the, yesterday the whole, the whole episode of the thing they're fine cuz they just locked down quickly yeah got rid of it and like they just enforced it better. So I was reading and now, where the whole thing began, there's nothing there. there but it's no also sense. it's also because, like, you know, Chinese people are just generally quite... Um, I don't know what the word is, but, you know, like, they, they follow the government. Um, yeah, that's because they're, they're slightly they live in a dictatorship. But... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and the thing is, like, this is, you know, it's very uh, authoritarian, I think is the word. Yeah. Whereas, like, here... Yeah. We don't have that, right? People just do whatever the hell they want. Yeah, um, freedom is kind of a compromise. It is, it is. Um, but the the problem is when we go in and say, you know, like obviously people can do whatever the hell they want, and that's great. Obviously, we're not China, and that's not a really good thing. But um, you know, in a situation like a pandemic, that's when we should have had, you know, really intense, like. People are not being fined enough. Like, well, they should have been from the very beginning. Like, if you leave your house without a good enough reason, like, slap, you know, right there and then. <laughs> um, but yeah. No, because it's a thing where, like, we can see Boris didn't know what we was, he was doing. So how we expect 
Like, how is anyone going to trust his judgment? You know, I'm trying to say. I mean, that's that's the problem with politicians is that you know they don't listen to scientists and they. I, I get, I do understand because as a politician, you have to consider, um, you know, everything, the economy, blah blah blah. Um, but science isn't school. Science isn't, you know. I mean, I guess to an extent it is, but it, it really isn't. And the science from the very beginning, you know, had a way to deal with it. And, and the government didn't follow that, um, you know. And, and yes, Boris Johnson didn't know what he was doing, but epidemiologists did, you know, SAGE did. And he didn't follow them, and he still isn't. Mm. It, 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 it's that thing of, in our society, there's a lot of short-termism and the fact that everyone just looks at what the immediate impact will be rather than, the overall impact. So like when scientists are doing all these projections and stuff like that, Boris has basically chosen to ignore all of that until yeah. the point where now, now, in basically, if, if he didn't put these measures in place now, or Thursday, I don't know why he's waiting five days, but that's another issue. I think um, that's for businesses more so, so they can sort of prepare. Yeah, no, that's, that's fair, I guess. But like... it, it's, it, it is that point of Boris hasn't acted until it's close rather than yeah the scientists have made these projections the projections are made for a reason so you can see the long-term effect but he's still chosen to only take that into account when the, when it's going to impact the short term if yeah. you know what i mean because yeah it was like in his mind uh we can you know, we can beat the science odds as long as we trust in the general public yeah it's, like, it's not gonna happen I feel like we were arrogant. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I feel the like thing is, on an island is like, thinks we're somehow impervious to this, which is just stupid. Dude! But you, you like, could have been, a, but you have to like, close the airways then. Yes, exactly. Like, when he even opened up like, corridors for people to go on holiday, I'm just thinking, are you, are you insane? Like, you're not going to stop importing the virus? And at the end of the day, it's your own people that get affected. Like, what? The thing is, even look at New Zealand now. Like, okay, I, I think I think the economy has contracted, contracted like 12, just over 12% in the last quarter. But they're now in a position to, like, actually grow the economy back. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting mm. to see. It'll be interesting to see what their next quarter, the their economic growth in the next quarter will be, because it's, it's they're basically to like, like, It's difficult to compare to like New Zealand, though, where they don't really face the same problems like we do. The yeah. thing is, the science, even for our country, the science shows that you know. Um, I mean, I don't have the article in front of me, but you know, a, a, sh- a short, a strict short-term um, lockdown would have, you know, mitigated the economic impact. Mm. So much better than the situation yeah. that we're in now, you know? yeah. and and that and that is the truth. Like even if we don't base it on any other, um, you know, country, like we can genuinely say that had we been strict from the very beginning, our economy would be so much better. Whereas right now, you know, there's people without jobs. Like so many people have been made redundant. University yeah. graduates are coming out. They don't have jobs. There are yeah, kids that. No shots fired, but you know there are university. 
there are children who have had their whole lives change because they didn't get into the universities, you know, um, mm-hmm. like they've had their trajectories changed. So the knock-on effect is just huge, right? Yeah, and these could like, all have been yeah. prevented. Because, like, for us, though, for example, we've all got, like, good degrees. And it's just like, well, we've kind of had our future kind of just snatched from us for at least mm-hmm. the next three or four years. Well, not it's, it's at least a very big uphill battle for all of us. Yeah. And now it's just like, well, what are we supposed to do? It's even stuff like a lot for a lot of us. Our entry into a job is a graduate program or things like that. Mm. And even now, they're all, all oversubscribed. Exactly. <laughs> they're all oversubscribed for less places because companies just can't afford to take on yeah. as many people as they usually would be able to. So it's like yeah. you literally have. You have to either be, you pretty much have to be the perfect candidate to mm. get in. Mm. Or you Which just have to know the right people. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. I do think this will like further the like middle, upper class and working class divide. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Definitely. Just like, like even the situation with the free school meals. Yeah. Oh man! Like, why yeah. is that political? Okay, let's go back to the shout let's go back to the work Marcus, thing, shout, and then shout out Marcus Rashford because what oh, is yeah. this is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> he's basically taking it on his own back. Mm-hmm. To, to deserves that and be yeah, hundred percent. Because I don't understand how you can say that you can see a hungry child and think to yourself, "Nah, I'd rather have the money." <laughs> Do you see that whole thing where MPs get um, food budgets as well? Yeah. No way. Yeah. So like they get, I think it's like twenty fifth, twenty five, fifty pounds a day, something like that. It's something oh. high. And you just think, how many kids oh. could you feed for that amount of money if you fed the MPs? The thing is, like, they're going They're just not representative <laughs> of the public. That's not. That's not even thing. That's not even prep, bro. That's like hackathon every yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> Like you know, you know, I really um, didn't realize how appreciative I was of having um, a secure grad role until I got into mm. the company, and so many people had lost their jobs, and mm. it was, you know, I, you know, I was slightly lucky. But I literally was just in the right place at the right time, you know. Um, if I had been in any other place in any other company, I could have been a grad that didn't have a job, and then you know, where would that would have just ruined yeah. everything, you know? Got cancelled as well. Yeah. So many people, and it, it just really leaves you in the in the middle of and 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 pe- you know people who have had those opportunities taken away from them have not had any help from the government either. Like it's it's just like what do you do? No. So just like, it's like there's already a backlog of people trying to get jobs from unis that graduated this year, and then you got to think about people graduating next year. And mm. companies are really going to be tentative to expand because they've seen what impact they've had. So we're just going to have mm. a backlog of roles. And I feel like even in like tech, for example, like there's probably a lot of people that have tried to pick up tech during lockdown. So I feel like that sector is just going to get saturated as well. So it's just a mess. <laughs> tech will be an interesting industry to watch because I yeah. think... Um, work from home it's going to be an industry that will expand and and saturate with, with in terms of jobs but i think it will expand in terms of innovation as well because everyone's go like moving to work from home yeah. um and i think a lot of companies are going to start accommodating um work from home in general so i think yeah it, that will be an interesting um sector to watch not really in tech so i can't really comment 
But in terms of Should like, were you gonna say Adam? No, it's soon come. One of us will be. Oh yeah, it won't, it won't, it won't be me. <laughs> I'm a I'm a finance sellout. I apologize. <laughs> why Why are you apologizing? Like we all do the same thing right now. <laughs> shiny, shiny Every job I've applied for so far has all been finance related. Legit. No, because you you lot gonna start writing an Instagram caption soon. We all got the same twenty four hours. <laughs> Um, I spend most of my 24 hours. Yes, yeah, uh, eating, sleeping, working, repeating. Please, please t- don't put that in your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think, honestly, work from home just sucks so bad. And I've been, I've been studying since the very beginning of lockdown. So I haven't even, like been able to go out and didn't you know it didn't even get a break in the summer and, and i just hate it i'm stuck in the same four walls <sighs> no my mental health is down the drain i can't even lie i can't even uh, lie. The, the effect on mental health is gonna be insane yeah, especially because yeah, yeah. it's winter now as well and this is like a lot of people get their seasonal like depression now as well my man what is mental that. health i got no babes as well <laughs> Back to this. I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think that's that's a pressing concern right now. <laughs> it is. He just wants a nice little Ghanaian babes. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> All right, not Ghanaian then. What Nigerian? I don't mind. Don't mind Asian. Uh, ding 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 we have a winner no no no, 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 no preferably uh, God is still I swear why put you had a thing for Asians when when was this do, do you really want to take space that's, that's, that's just what I've always heard of you you know what I'm saying it's just rumours it's just rumours <laughs> Even do this, I have to cut. I have to cut this out. So let's, let's just stop there. This is your fault. This is your fault. You can just edit anything out. <laughs> <laughs> from editing names, are is long, fam. <laughs> but that's true. We haven't yeah, really used each other's names. I, I don't think that deep. Yeah. No, you I just gotta to... listen to yourself talk for an hour. But... I used to edit my um my surname out, and then I just couldn't bother anymore. That's why I call you Bismuth, because it's cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. No one's going to know who Bismuth is, so... <laughs> it's one of the ones that, if you know, you know. If you know, yeah, you know. You're the, the great D-Magic, D-Petrelli. He's <laughs> you used to Bismuth. Young Bismuth. Right. West London's finest. Oh, my gosh. You say, oh, my gosh, like, I'm not quoting things you've you said in life. No, I didn't know. I didn't use the name West London's finest. <laughs> you never called yourself West London's what? finest. No, no. Hey, Daniel, Daniel, don't make me bring up the yearbook and just read out all the nicknames that you put for yourself. Oh, oh don't yeah. Make me yeah. Don't, don't, don't make me bring up your house party name. Your house party yeah. name. This one. <laughs> nah, let's, let's not forget that one. Hey, nah, your house party name is outrageous. Let's not put them in the stream. Oh that's, yeah! That's Wait, do you, do you not think House Party will pop, will pop off like it did in first lockdown? 
No, do you think? It's all about Zoom, bro. Yeah, Zoom. Yeah. No, but how... do you think? Uh, do you not think Among Us is gonna pop off more? Because it's already popping. Yeah. Yes, because they're updating Among... it. Yeah, I think Among Us is gonna go nuts this lockdown. That's gonna be a big win. I personally will be fueling my my ultimate team addiction. <laughs> the only way house party will pop off again is if they add more games nah do you remember it stopped because there was that whole rumour that it stole your credit card details and that. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, don't think, I just don't think you, like, you ever go back after that it's peak though because whoever made that up just ruined the whole company mm. if it was like Microsoft or, some, or something that's like that's tactical genius marketing <laughs> yeah legit imagine I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if it was, if it was a big company. Now. It had to be, because like, why, why should you say that? Because it was, it was completely unfounded. Like, it was just a thing where if your social media was linked or something, but I don't think it was house party directly. But... Um... Yeah, but see, that's the thing, it's like, Facebook has been accused of so much, yet Facebook is still widely used. And they own Instagram, but one rumor about House Party was basically dead the whole dead the whole app off. What was the rumor possible. about House Party? The, it stole your credit card details, stole on your phone. Oh right, I guess it's different though. Facebook actually has built up the immunity, shall we say? Yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah, House yeah. Party was still quite quote unquote quite new on the scene. It wasn't really, but they, market, I mean, yeah, Facebook is market dominant. House Party is the entry. And it has like a mad PR team, right? Yeah. So, yeah. That is true. I don't know. Obviously, as someone who does ec- like, who did economics, that's obviously interesting to me because it's like there was a new entry into the market, and it basically just got phased out by the Microsoft and all of that. So it does make you, it does make you like think kind of realize like these these big companies that own a lot of the market share like are genuinely so powerful it's not mm. Mm. Mm, yeah because the cambridge analytica stuff that was just very damaging and not damaging enough yeah That's scary <laughs> did you guys watch the um the Netflix documentary about that. No, I haven't even seen no, it. Yet. Not yet. I would recommend. I, I would recommend quite a few of those. I'd recommend the one about Brexit as well. Oh, Brexit is a whole other issue on top of coronavirus. <laughs> that's, that's a different podcast, guys. Uh, Tune in uh, next time for a Brexit special. <laughs> I, I, we I, so, <laughs> I remember because we we were all doing we were all doing as we had an exam literally the the morning after right yeah 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 like something like that yeah I'll never forget that morning where literally before the exam no one was even arriving it was just everyone talking yeah, about do you, <laughs> do you remember in sixth when everyone turned into a politician <laughs> yeah <laughs> isn't that us right now. <laughs> Hey, let, let me, I'm gonna bleep out her name, but mom was vocal, fam. <laughs> she was vocal in G15. <laughs> I will not. If I speak, I'm not gonna say it in a minute. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm gonna get food. Let's not let's not trigger. I'm not I'm I'm not a lot of people are, are are very vocal without saying much in our society. And that mm. that doesn't just go for people who know that goes for people in power, people that are that have a following. That's not to say we're not entitled to their opinion, but I think there is a way to frame your opinion in a respectful manner. Let's just say that. Wait, who are you indirecting? I'm not indirecting anyone. Right. I'm, I, I'm more just talking genuinely. <laughs> I see the Wait, hey, time, time for the next uh, topic. Coronavirus topic. Coronavirus. Um, coronavirus. Oh, Carly took back. You're moving a bit insecure there, you know. Like he, he wasn't talking about you. I don't know why he thought. Obviously, no, it wasn't me, but obviously, Tom was. <laughs> I don't know, Adam. I wouldn't have that, man. We finished school at the same time, but I graduated the eight yet. Oh, that's because you started a year after me. <laughs> I mean, year before me. You might need to have that. No, 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 no. Because the way he's worded it is like, I haven't finished because I got <laughs> held back a year. That's no, that's not what happened. Your <laughs> 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 agenda is crazy. <laughs> uh, did, did I say anything that wasn't a fact? I only speak fucks. Yeah, but the reason why I've not graduated yet is a valid reason. Because <laughs> you're, you're a fucking idiot. No, it's because my course hasn't finished. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, blood. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's a random one. You're just an idiot, bro. <laughs> Alright. Um, actually, yeah, I was, read, I was reading... Yeah. Some... Nah, sorry, go on. Nah, I was reading somewhere that they were basically saying track and trace app <laughs> for, like, weeks... Oh, sensitivity oh setting was God. wrong, so it's God. actually not telling people to so actually when it oh. should be. <sighs> the, way, the way that whole thing has been handled is a disgrace. Like that's one of the worst handled things I, I think I've seen. Like of this whole COVID thing, is a testing Yeah, agreed. Man. Like, agreed. It, it's genuinely appalling. Like I don't, I don't know the specifics. Like I haven't read much into it. Mm. But from what I have read, like it's <laughs> it's a mess. Cause it's... like even even part of the reason why lo- this lockdown is happening is because they need the test and trace app to get back. I say get back up, so it wasn't it wasn't working anyway, to be honest. But they, they need it to catch up to to what's what's happening because with cases going up at the rate they are, the test and trace app is, just isn't. Isn't keeping up? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because the thing now. But yeah, it's... Do you not think? Do you not think the lockdown will? Uh, sorry, let's deal with this, and then you can. You can. Oh my god, that was broken. I was saying it's like. Jeez, another injury. Yeah. Right. That's. Like, don't put this in a podcast. You can just. Yeah. Back to the podcast. You have to <laughs> tag, tag, tab you back in. <laughs> yeah, tag, tag, tag you back in. Don't put that in the podcast. I don't. Want my life story out there. That's for another podcast. <laughs> that's for, uh, that's for <laughs> a film in this way. 
when I want my clout, I'll, I'll come to you and I'll, do, I'll talk about my story on the phone. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I'm going to do expose from. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to do an expose on you, Bismuth. Things I can oh, say. Oh, that would be too. What? But even just your just your sick form days has enough stories to cover our podcast. That's the things I could do. Flipping ridiculous, bruv. <laughs> I was just different educations. I don't know how so much happened within those two years. I don't know. I don't know. You tell how. us. It's because you, you were active, innit? <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> no, nah, you, you were known in sick form, Daniel. You were known. Yeah, semi, semi, semi. You, you were quiet. Well, no. What do you mean, what do you mean semi? Semi bait. <laughs> man, you're a bait. Allow it, man. Allow it. Why are you being humble all of a sudden for? What do you mean? I'm always humble. <laughs> nah, c- uh, he lied to you. I never, I've never been arrogant, yeah. If I, I was master of self deprecation, so what are you talking about? <laughs> you're chatting wass. <laughs> 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 Oh my god, you're chatting west. <laughs> anyway, back to the podcast. Yeah. Uh, do you not think this lockdown will last four weeks or do you think it will last more? Longer, longer. Definitely. I mean, um,. Gove already said that he can't guarantee that we'll be um, out of it by the 2nd of December. And you know that they, if it's coming from... They have to say that because... No, no, the opposite. The opposite. You have to realise it's Christmas. If they said you're going to lock down over Christmas, everyone will literally just... No, no, I get that. But, uh, you know, um, I think they will loosen up the restrictions for Christmas. That's definitely coming, but and they're, right. they're not going to be super tight because they just they just can't do that. Um, people won't won't listen anyway, so it's better to do it in a controlled manner than than not. But um, it's it's more so the fact that you know, um, if they've already said, like the MPs have already said that you know it is unlikely that you know we'll go back to kind of the no proper lockdown beforehand. Yeah. Um, yes, it is to do with the whole Christmas thing, but you kind of already that way, like people kind of already know that it's like not not good news. Um, even though you know the Conservative Party is trying to make it like the Conservative Party want people to think that they have it under control, and so the second of December deadline sounds good to people. Yeah. Um, and yeah. and and so, do, do am I making sense? Like what what I'm trying to say? I don't know if my words are making sense. What he's trying to do is a thing where. If you told if you told us we were going into lockdown for twelve weeks in one go, I think you would freak out the whole country. So I feel like if you split the announcement in intervals, it's like you can mitigate the effect of like like yeah. if, if after four weeks you say yeah it's get it's getting a bit better, we're just gonna keep going into lockdown for a bit. Like if you keep doing that, it's like you can subconsciously trick the population into not realizing how long it's been into lockdown. <laughs> But that's yeah. where they went wrong the first time, right? Like, what they should have done the first time was said, okay, we're going into 12 weeks of, like, proper lockdown, and this is it. We've got 12 weeks to turn things around. And then you say to people, you know, if things aren't better by the end of the 12 weeks, then we have to extend it. Whereas people, you know, we went into this, and there was no clear indication of when we were going to get out, yeah. you know, aside from the fact that we could see that the government were not having things under control. And then, obviously, they effed things up even 
further by having the eat out to help out scheme but that is where they went wrong it you know just letting people think oh, of course we knew that it wasn't going to be the four weeks at a time there like we knew it was going to be much longer than that but that's that's where right there is where we went wrong and obviously in this time around like again they have to say four weeks then another four weeks etc etc um but i also think that this time around the idea is that the four weeks will give them a bit more time to sort out things like test and trace and um the testing and and everything so that when it does come to christmas things will be a bit more under control um because and and also because we're so very close to a healthcare collapse anyway mm-hmm. like at least the four week breaker is needed just to at least give us that little bit more time um but it will be interesting i think to see come december 2nd exactly what is different um if if anything or if they'll add on like another two weeks just before christmas etc etc so like that i i i think they will i think i think they've used the four weeks as a we're definitely we're definitely doing four weeks it's near enough to christmas to be to give to give people hope of if we re- if they really do follow the rules, then a Christmas is possible because Christmas means so much to people. So it's like I feel like they are using Christmas a bit in terms of by stopping it so close to, by by stopping the original four week lockdown near to Christmas, they're hopefully gonna get people to be really strict, I guess, in those four weeks and really follow the lockdown in the hope that Christmas is about, but I think they know inside of them that a lockdown is going to be extended by, like you said, at least two weeks. Yeah, but I'm not going to lie. They're using the idea of Christmas without saying they're using the idea of Christmas. Yeah, but I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't think that the situation is going to change that much for them to lose some restrictions that much. And I think if they do, it will be, it will look really bad on them. Not only because, like, firstly... Obviously, I understand that during Eid, the situation was not in control. So obviously, no one, cele- no, no one was allowed to celebrate Eid. But the, we're in the same situation now, right? Yeah. Like, the situation is really bad. And if they do end up loosening restrictions, even though we're still in a bad situation just for Christmas, that is going to be freaking insane. Like, that is not a good look for them at all. Like, and I'm not saying that because I suffered, everyone should suffer. I'm saying we, um, you know, Muslims knew and understood that that was the situation at the mm-hmm. time. We had to not, you know, have fun. And every everyone else should at the same time. Like, Christmas is not as important as people's lives. <laughs> you know? It was both Eid as well. It wasn't, even just, it wasn't even just the Eid after Ramadan. It was the big Eid as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, we, we literally, we missed out on both both Eids because of lockdown, which is mad when you think about it. But even then, there was a lot. Of pe- even then, there was a lot of people like shouting on social media and stuff about families meeting up and all of all of that sort of stuff for Eid when they weren't really doing much. Some people met up in, in the parks, like you know, I, I know relatives that met, and, and at that time you you were allowed to like you were allowed to do that. Yep, in, in the parks, um, and that was for the second one, not for the first for the first one. Um, but uh, yeah, like you know, I will I will be very interested to see what happens come come Christmas. I think that ki- the kids will get an extra week or so of um, of uh, school holidays. I think um, because that will be a good way to uh, kind of make up for not having them off at the moment. I mean, it'll be interesting to see if the government does even new terms on students going in. 
because I think the first two weeks will be very interesting because kids are going back to school this week. So it, it will be interesting to see how much the numbers are affected considering that students are still going to school. Mm-hmm. Because I think what, pe- what people are forgetting is yes, you're, yes, you're having the lockdown, but then yeah, the students will probably recover from COVID if they get it, but it's if they go home, then they're affecting the people that are in lockdown. That, that's, that's the key issue, I think, because those are, the, those are the, the more vulnerable people. Again, I'll play devil's advocate. They can't afford to, they can't afford for kids to miss any more school. And, you know, at this point, they are, they are literally picking what is most important. And right now, kids, you know, otherwise you have to literally hold everyone back a year. That is the point that we're going to get to. And so, yes, you know, and again, it comes down to the fact that in the very beginning, we should have had a strict lockdown when everyone was off. And, and I suppose we still can do that. Um, but it, they are mitigating, like they're just trying to get everyone who's unnecessarily outside. And that's a lot of people, let's be real. They are staying at home and, and people who you know that way kids can still go to school and yes there will be some movement of the virus um but it will still be um less and it will reduce the impact on the nhs yeah exactly yeah but it's what was i gonna say i don't necessarily agree with it so hold on so you see the uni students in uni towns obviously they wouldn't have been able to form a support bubble with their family so would they be able to spend a holiday with their family then that is um, up in the air at the moment. Um, it's, I think the government, the government are going to decide. Uh, I think they are saying that kids can come home, but I think that what it will be is that they're not allowed to go back. Um, uh, but it, it will have to be one or the other. Either kids can come back and they can't go, or they just don't come back at all. Um, so yeah, but we. I don't think that we're going to find out for another few weeks. That's another thing with uni. Uni is. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, a lot of unis have only done first semester online. So that even now, that's looking like that's going to have to be extended for the whole year. Yeah. Because a lot of unis now are doing like some online, some... Uh, I think your uni is doing that, Daniel. I know my brother's uni are. Like, yeah. they've only said... They've only said first term is definitely online if you want it to be. Yeah. And then they're sort of waiting to see what's happening for yeah. second term. But yeah. I think now... I think now that's, it's looking like uni students are going to have to be doing the whole year online, which is yeah. it sucks yeah. because they're not getting the full experience. But I mean, for some people, it could help with exams because I guess slightly, slightly like for those that are exam and coursework based, they're just going to be doing that from home. But yeah. Then, like we said, it goes back to that thing of resource, like having access to resources and things like that, which then has to be given by the uni. I'm actually surprised that there are still universities that are having input, like even the the schools, that are, sorry, the universities that are doing fifty fifty. I am surprised that that is still yeah. happening. Um, that there are still like people, and and the fact that obviously people were encouraged to even go to university campuses in the first place because what did you think was going to happen and, and again i'm not blaming the victim in terms of uni like uni students because you know at the end of the day if universities are telling 
their kids to come that, that I get that that's kind of the fault of the university but like you know why are they having it why were they having in-person classes in the first place that doesn't make sense to me I mean they were doing like social distancing stuff and things like that yeah. but even then it's like you, you can't say like I know the virus won't spread as much outdoors but but then like when you have that but then you're in the classrooms there's still confined space like that, exactly exactly like, I, I, I'm obviously, I'm, I don't know, I'm not at uni, yeah. so, and I, and I, so I don't know how they're cleaning lecture theatres and stuff like that, mm. and whether they're actually being clean and stuff, but, to, to be honest, even, I feel sorry for the first years and the social side of uni, because it's like, Where? their friends are basically going to have to be their flatmates if they've even gone to uni, and if they haven't, they've basically not made many friends from university, and all their friends are going to come in their second year, yeah. so then... Uh, that's even if Corona's gone by second year, but they might not even make their uni friends until their final year of uni, which is nuts when you think about it. Yeah, because it's like, even like, there's certain accommodations in Bath that's got like social spaces, but I think they've been all locked off in it. Like, so you can't, you can't really throw parties there and stuff. And even like, mm. what they've done is they've basically set up like a massive tent with tables so like you have to go in as a table and you can't leave a table obviously in it so obviously when i went when i went to bath last week i tried to um jump on another person's table guards are moving militant <laughs> locked <laughs> up straight away from <laughs> so the, the bigger thing is you can't blame them because that's yeah. what they're told to do yeah so I don't know, like, yeah, like, my, yeah, my societies, I mean, it's, like, it's been a lot of Zoom and WhatsApp group chats, basically. <laughs> just, yeah. But. It's, like, you're, you're, you're base a lot of the ways that you create friends have been taken away because of yeah. COVID. So, it's, it's, it's sad for the, especially the new people at uni. Because, mm. like, they've had, They've had that whole experience of uni, which is usually a big part for students, completely taken, not completely taken away, but pretty much like ninety percent taken away from them. Even master students, like I made a good, you know, I made friends last year, um, and I was lucky enough to, you know, have like, you know, had events and stuff to go to and to 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 meet them and whatnot. And I think this year as well, like it's so much harder, and and and. it also affects your education because if you haven't met the other people in your course, you know, it's like, yeah. if, you, if you're stuck, if you, if you're like, people like, who do you go to, you know? Like, imagine having group projects in first year and you haven't met anyone. Joke. Oh. Joke thing. Like, that's just, that's just, yeah, <laughs> that's just outrageous. Like, shit <laughs> like, like the, the, the only way is for the uni to give you your own groups. Mm. But then you're basically meeting those people on Zoom and WhatsApp, and you you can't get their numbers, so you're gonna have to chat on email and stuff like that. But it's just no common interest, nothing like literally. People people really underestimate the tangible element of like communication in person, like, exactly. like even in like job interviews, like. The... Oh, don't oh, don't get me stuck, please. We had this discussion. Don't yes. get me started. I, I don't want to get into why I hate I'll video, video interviews so much. Fuck <laughs> video interviews. For real, fuck video interviews. They piss me off, man. Such bullshit. I can't, I can't imagine. I honestly can't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, 
man video interview. Sorry, I'd say I interrupted you, but when you mentioned the video interview, <laughs> 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 it triggered me so much. Like, I'm basically, I'm like, I'm not a vlogger, so why do I need to speak to the camera? <laughs> Please, I'm not doing it to YouTube. <laughs> hey guys, oh, on YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, literally. Hi, my, my it's just bullshit. <laughs> when first question comes up, tell me about yourself. How about you fuck off, fam? <laughs> Actually, meet me, then you can see what I'm like. Do you know I'm what I'm saying? Fuck off, fam. <laughs> <laughs> I think it will be interesting, though, because I think just because of the um like i think that that will be one of the things that will be interesting to see if it makes a comeback like as having you know in-person assessment centers over virtual um i do i think it will come back i think both for the um like you know s- staff like and for um applicants it does just make things easier if you meet people like the vibe is so different um like i don't know personally i prefer in-person stuff more because yeah. like just just as a person anyway i just prefer speaking to people in person it, because one i think a lot a lot of the interview process is not even the interview itself it's when you're talking to them outside they get to actually see what type of person you are how you communicate because yes you're working with them and that's the main part of your job but you're also sitting in an office with them the whole time so it's like how you communicate with someone in between the process of an interview with the receptionist, how you come in, talk to them in the middle of it, discussing your day, things like that, I, I think personally it makes a massive impact. And it also makes me feel a lot more comfortable before my interview. Because it's like, yeah. because then it's like, I can also read the vibe of the people I'm working with as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I, I know that, like, the, the people in HR represent the company. They're like the first people you see, like, when you interview for a company or whatever. So it's like, that's your first, that's your first, I guess, perception of, is this, is this a place where I want to work? Because that's the yeah, first definitely. thing you see. Yeah. Like, like, I know you had a really good experience of your HR with where you work now. And I, I know that made it, I know that made a big impact for you. So it's like, even when I did my placement year, when I went for the interview, the people, the people that I met originally, like straight away, were really nice. So it's like mm-hmm, yeah. I, know, I like the envi- I like the environment that I like the environment that I'm in. Do you know what I mean? And it's so also, how have sorry, go on. I was just going to ask, like, how so? How is it going for you at the moment, like with applications? Um, and just you know, broadly speaking, for the for the podcast, because um, I haven't really asked that. Like, for me personally, all of you guys, even you know, yeah. In terms of like the online test and stuff like that, like that process hasn't changed, so it's like that's all right. Mm-hmm. Like for me personally, I'm usually getting through that stage. It's more the stage where you do the stage before assessment center when you do a video interview and stuff like that, yeah. and it's like yeah. that's, that's the stage where it's like usually you'd have. I mean, a lot of companies do have video interviews anyway, but usually you'd have some of in-person sort of communication. I, I, I don't know how it usually works, but usually there's some level of... Like when I applied for my placement, 
before my actual interview, I talked to them over the phone. So it was like, there was, I, cause even, I don't know, even now they're not even doing like over the phone stuff. It's literally all online. Like even now they're doing like, um, like job simulations and things like that, which I guess is kind of sick, yeah. but it, it just, it, it just feels like they've added a process that doesn't need to be there to filter candidates out. Mm-hmm. If you get what I mean, whereas usually that process wouldn't be there, you'd be able to, you'd be able to get the chance to show what you're like in person after you've passed the first like two stages. Like, it's there's interesting. No, there's no need for that. I don't think, like when I do the original online test and stuff like that. Like I think, what did they call it? Yeah, they call it an immersive online assessment or things like that. A lot of companies are doing that now, and then they give you like a job simulation, and it's like the job simulation is very similar to very similar to the online immersive assessment. The only difference is you just have a couple of interviews to write and you have to answer some uh, some some inter- online interview questions, I guess, of how you would react in certain situations. But then you usually find that out in an in-person assessment center. Do you know what I mean? About how people would react and things like that. Yeah. I, don't know if you, I don't know if I'm making sense, but it's like, it feels like but it feels like because there's a lot, you can't do group work or like a lot of situation stuff in assessment centers because of COVID. They've added. It feels like they've added an extra step, and they're adding things to that step, which you now have to do on a video, which just mm-hmm. doesn't feel as which just doesn't feel as authentic. If you, if you get my gist. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not complaining. Like it's up. Yeah, I guess that's the situation. Now we have to adapt. And we have to we have to get the confidence to be able to do that and sh- to show ourselves in that environment, and that's another skill we have to pick up. It just sucks that we have to actually do that. One could say this whole online thing kind of um, also removes unconscious bias in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well Adam, what's what's your jobs? Um, situation again. Yeah, no, I'm the, I'm the same boat as Eamon. Right? Uh, just, I get past the first stage of the video interview comes along. It's just, I've only had like one where I haven't failed yet. Yeah. Legit, legit same. <laughs> legit, exactly the same. I think it's annoying as well because video, <laughs> video interviews like, were sucky even before coronavirus was a thing. Yeah. And at least before they were kind of slightly more of a formality, whereas now the companies are more slightly reliant on them. Exactly. Um, which is, but, yeah, which is kind but, of annoying. What's, what's, like, I think I did, I can't remember what company it was, but I did one interview where I got feedback from the video interview. Like it was a whole, it was a whole assessment, but part of it was a video interview, and like it gave me feedback based on some AI technology, which like took some of the words that I was saying in the facial expressions, and it gave me feedback based on that. Which, I mean, from a technological sense, it's sick, but it's like I don't want to be judged by some AI technology. <laughs> <laughs> I get anxiety just thinking about applying like for things during coronavirus. Um, like, yeah. so I can't even begin to imagine 
how you guys feel right now. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I would just feel really scared as well because you don't know what your future is going to be like. And mm-hmm. it's kind yeah. of, it feels like 2008 all over again, doesn't it? But like, except this time we're living here. Legit. The thing is, you don't, we don't really, I, I mean, I don't really remember 2008 because like, what? We you, I guess we weren't even in secondary school. So we weren't, oh, even, yeah. we weren't even fully aware of the situation. Mm-hmm. But it's, I think the the underrated aspect of it is the motivation part. It's like, I, mean, I guess there's two sides to it. It's, one, there's the pressure part in terms of what Adam was saying earlier in like, the people from low-income backgrounds, they're not going to have the same connections as people from middle slash high income backgrounds, but it's even more the fact that they're probably going to put more pressure on themselves to get jobs in this, t- to get jobs because of the background that they've come from. So it's like there's more pressure there. Yeah. There's pressure there anyway, yeah, but now there's yeah. more pressure because it's like, especially if people from low from low income backgrounds, their parents are getting laid off. There's even more pressure on them to. Hmm. to get jobs but then there's also the aspect of there's another lockdown coming and I mean a lot of people were saying were talking about the lack of motivation in the first lockdown anyway so it's like the lack of motivation in this lockdown when things are sort of in motion and application deadlines are coming and things like that plus the pressure it's like yeah. one, on one side you have the lack the, the motivation aspect of it of you're not as motivated but at the same time, there's the pressure on you to get a job quite quickly. But then you also have to have the p- patience. But then you don't know how long you're going to have to be patient for because no one knows how long this is going to last. So it's like this. There's so many different aspects to it. And like, the thing is, we can sit here and complain. But at the end of the day, we sort of, we kind of just have to accept the situation and just keep, keep rolling with the punches. And then hopefully... Like gradually, you get used to it and and know what kind of things you need to do to get past these 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 processes, so you can actually get a job. Even mm-hmm. even because of COVID, like these companies are taking longer to apply, so it's just building yeah legit. uncertainty in your head. Like so, so, legit, some companies I I literally applied in August, and literally. For some of them, I'll get an email like every two, three weeks saying, we're still reviewing your application, we'll get back to you as soon as possible. And it's like, I've really been waiting like two, three months. <laughs> 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 kind of nonsense. So I want to talk about another topic. Yeah. So the issue around like broadband inequality, because poorer people or people in like, is that um you know not even um they don't have easy access to even broadband or like families that don't have access to um you know the materials like for example like i you know ipad or or a computer or whatnot surely the government should be doing something about that right and broadband should like i feel like this this um situation with the lockdown and the virus has just you know taught us that the internet and broadband is not a luxury anymore it's a necessity Mm -hmm. 
So I think it's it, isn't that, but I think that's also interesting, right? Because um, one of Labour's policies was going to be, yeah. Um, yeah. um, so you know, it's like, kind of interesting I'm, how things have turned out. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that I agreed with that Labour policy. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm, I don't really think it was that feasible at the time. It, I can't lie, but I didn't think. <laughs> but I didn't. I, I, I'm not. I didn't think it was a major issue. However, however. I can admit that I was wrong. Wrong. I can I, like I, I'll hold my hand up and say that I was wrong. It's and it has sort of taken coronavirus to make you realise, like you mm. said, that internet is actually with the world we live in now. When a lot of things are online, especially now, you kind of have to look at it and think more should more kind of has to be more more has to be done. <laughs> like it, it does make you think that's that's what I don't like it's like the way the measure they've put in place have made some things like in the de facto manner mandatory but they haven't put provisions out for people to get those things like you yeah. can't make mm-hmm. it you can't make things mandatory that are not accessible to everyone this, this is literally classism <laughs> no but it is it is and and um and that's why we needed a Labour government in power instead of the Tories, but you know, that's not. I mean, yeah, let's not, let's not. I thought it was really opinionated. We, Dan, we can do another, um, we can do another one of these after the uh, US election. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> hey, if you think we're bad, just look at America and you'll feel so much better straight away. Honestly, sometimes <laughs> I do. So, okay, like, I'm torn between, okay, we're a shit show, how is the US doing? And then I'm like, oh my god, the US is doing so much worse, okay, it makes me feel better. But then I, you know, pan, you pan back to the UK and you're like, freaking out, we've got Boris Johnson, you know, or like Joris Bonson for Prime Minister. Like, we're really not doing, doing well. And the problem is like, you know, if with both the US and the UK, we we are going to have so much dam. Regardless of the coronavirus situation, we were going to have so much damage to undo anyway. Mm-hmm. But now it's just so much worse, you know. Um, uh, but yeah, and 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 also like I think you know my brother you know was like, like to me today or yesterday like why are you so obsessed with the the US elections and you know what people don't realize is whatever happens in the US will end up impacting us um, and and especially with things like you know for example for example Brexit um, again I'm not going to go into it too much but like you know the concept of um, you know the US don't want um, nutrition markings on food anymore or like things like that which will obviously no, affect. No, see, that pissed see that like you you know you know what you know my opinions on nutrition so i'm i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go into that but yeah but anyway carry on but i think i think a lot more has to be done to educate people on nutrition because especially now since people are there's there's not not re, there's all exercise mechanisms are basically or a large mechanism of exercise being taken away but yeah, moving to education. Sorry, I didn't interrupt you. No, no, yeah. it's fine. But like, yeah, with things like that, and so people don't realize that, like, even the situation with coronavirus, like, you know, 
their impact i think part of the uk government does think like oh my god like we look so much better compared to the us um so i think part of that has reduced their motivation to to improve our circumstances um i think it is a similar mentality to trump's you know um you know there's only how many dead now i don't even know like uh you know he you know the way he says like, oh, well, there could have been when they pass a landmark today Let's, let's check actually. Oh, the US or UK? Yeah, US, no, US, US. Oh. Yeah, so they they had they set a record for most ca- for most cases in 24 hours and they got over 100,000. <laughs> At the moment, they've got, you know, 2,000. But to be fair, to be fair, it's because their testing is so good. That's why. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hear the sarcasm. So, <laughs> guys, okay, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, if you're hearing this, I want you to know, Trump, that the way it works. Donald Trump, I just want you to know that the way it works, right, is if you have a hundred people who are sick, and you only test. Like, and you have, you know, say, 40 people who are infected, right? If you only test 50 people, maximum... No, no, okay, that's a bad... Okay, so again, Donald Trump, the way it works is if you have 100 people and you test them and you have 80 people sick, right? If you only test 50, you're going to get 50 people sick. If you test 100, you're going to have 80 people sick. So it doesn't matter if you test more, regardless of testing, those people are still positive with yeah. coronavirus and you're an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, thing is, Mike. the thing is, the thing is like, yes, you have to take into account they're a bigger country, but the way he, this is the thing, it's the way he says it, it's like, it's, it's, that's the sole reason it's not. <laughs> Honestly, might as well be a URL. No, but there are similarities between the way Trump has handled it and the way that Boris Johnson has handled it. For example, the situation with the masks, right? I'm I'm being serious. There is no there are like there is maybe one, maybe two exemptions for you not wearing a mask outside. Yeah. Right? And chances are if you cannot wear a mask outside then you are one of the vulnerable people who first it should be shielding, but that we <laughs> and everyone else should be protecting, right? Yeah. Like there is no reason why you should be outside grocery shopping and whatnot without a mask. And so, you know, this is the, the like, well, this is where we parallel with the US, right? People in the UK are, and I'm sorry, but, and I'm generalizing, but as a, as a country, we are self, no, but we're selfish, right? That's how it is. Like we genuinely do not care about the impact outside of our circle. We don't see the invisible, like, you know, the, the invisible pathway. We just think like, okay, I'm not going to get sick. So it doesn't affect me. Right. And, and that is the very truth about like the, the, you know, the bottom of this, that we as a country are just selfish. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Much like the US. Do you know, do you know in the US here is what they've done is like Trump has drummed the China thing into their head so much that they don't want to take personal responsibility anymore. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I just love the way he says China all the time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's drummed into the head so much. It's like in all their head is just think, yeah, this is China's fault. So even if even if we don't do this properly, no, but it's it, still it, China's fault in our head. 
it's it's not though because at the end of the day, right? China managed to. I, I mean, I don't dis- deny that. And again, this might be like a conspiracy theory. You can decide whether or not to put it into the podcast. But I don't deny that there are chances, very high chances, that China fudged the numbers, right? Um, but right, the truth is that they've managed to get it under control, yeah. and obviously they've got you know they're they're under a dictator and whatnot. But you know, at the end of the day, I kind of agree that China messed up. But it's not China's fault that obviously things in the UK and the yeah. US spiraled out of control. Because at the end of the day, and even though we can't necessarily compare, other countries have managed to get it under control, yeah. right? Um, like you know, the whole situation with Trump and um, the US out of who? Like it's insane. But, you know, um, it'll be interesting, like, when a vaccine comes out, um, how that is rolled out as well. And, and especially, like, with the, I think in the US, at least, even Donald Trump was saying about making the vaccine free for everyone. Um, um, yeah, because he, he, he also said that uh, China's going to pay for it. <laughs> well, like Mexico paid for the for the border. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I mean, like, Stanley, they will pay for it. I do love Donald Trump so much because he's just such an, a meme. Like, he genuinely, he, all of his interviews feel like um, it's a TV show. You know, it feels like it's a, a sitcom or something, like The Office. Yeah, but is is not a simulation. This is real life. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and that's the sad part. It's scary. <laughs> we are going to follow them. Like, I mean, we already elected Boris Johnson, um, and and you know, like the amount of people people that hate Sadiq Khan for mm. no fault of his own is insane. Like, you know, the situation with um, you know, the TFL and um. You know, the increasing of the congestion charge, uh, reducing, like, getting rid of free travel for kids. People are hating Sadiq Khan for it. Like, it's not oh, his fault. It's yeah. it's literally not in his control. And same with, like, knife, knife crime. Like, literally, every time someone gets knifed, right, everyone's like, oh, my God, Sadiq Khan, what is he doing? Bro, um, the the uh, Gori government has cut insane amount of police numbers so they cut something like 50,000 police um, and then they're adding uh, like I don't know like 10, 15 or 20 but that's still at least a deficit of like 30,000 police officers like if, no wonder people are you know going to get knifed on the street there are less police officers on the street you know yeah and they cut they cut all the like youth services and youth clubs all that stuff yeah so they're well. increasing um, congestion charge as well. They're going to. I don't think it might not. I don't know who it's going to. Like, uh, I think it'll yeah, definitely. Congestion. They're yeah, increasing. Con- they're increasing the, the congestion charge zone as the well. Zone, yeah. They've so they've already increased um, the time frame for congestion charge, and from next year they're going to increase the zone now at the moment the tory government are saying it's 100 percent going to come into effect but obviously sadiq khan is um like you know going against that he's like you know i don't want that to happen but if it if it goes ahead then it's going to um go up until the north and south circular i think um i know i'm definitely going to be inside it um but then we've talked about this already, innit? <laughs> Do you know what, yeah? I feel like... It's not circular as far, that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be opposed to adding, like, increased charges on, like, A-roads within that zone. But the whole zone, yeah, is, that's mad. <laughs> that's yeah, it's just silly. 
Like, do you know how many? Do you know how many you can only drive. You can only drive with diesel in South in South London, basically. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's bit areas within that area, within the North and South circle, that are not even like they're not busy areas, and they're just gonna get hit. Yeah, I swear Enfield's in it, or somewhere like that. Is Enfield not part? Oh my god, I have to check on the map now. No, I think Enfield, is it Enfield or outside. Ilford. But, um... Yeah, it's like... If it, but Enfield is just outside it. Enfield yeah. is quite... Yeah, just outside it, yeah. <laughs> the point. It would be so bad if they do extend it. Like, that would add an extra... Um, because obviously, if you're in the congestion charge zone, you still get, and I think this is freaking insane, but you still get charged like um, it's a discount, but you still have to pay something like two hundred or three hundred pounds per year yeah. to um travel, and it's like what? Yeah, what? The owner car where you live is stupid. Yeah, yeah, like what the hell? I feel like yeah, I feel like if you no, do you know who gets impacted by that the lower class yeah the working class I feel like if you own your house yeah you shouldn't have to because you it's like you're getting taxed on your own land in a way if you own your house but you have to pay to have your car on that house that's mad yeah not man. I, I, I think I think there'll be too many protests for it to happen. To be honest, I think you guys was kind of everyone kind of understood that one. Yeah. Where it's like if you have an old car, there's is sort of some kind of justification for it. This mm-hmm. one is just it's just money grabbing. Yeah. So it says at the moment, like if you go on the TFL website, it says it's coming into effect on the twenty fifth of October, twenty twenty one, and it literally goes all the way out to. Um, Chiswick, Acton, Wilsdon, uh, Haringey, 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 I don't know how you say it, um, Walthamstow, God, leave me alone, Walthamstow, right. the, the end of the Victoria land, do you get it, that's crazy, Walthamstow, like, the only time I, I hear Walthamstow is the TFL announcer, that's it, <laughs> I've been there 30 times, the last like few weeks, I can't lie. Like, there's some nice shisha lounges there. Like. <laughs> You're going from South I'm... to Wolfenstow. <laughs> no, because remember, it's just the tube in it, so it's, yeah. it only takes me 45 minutes. Wait, but why? Hmm. Why do Why do you go to Why do Why? I don't know. It just happens. Bring on going to put me off like just having a car but i mean you have to have one i guess but like no i, I don't and if you live in london you don't actually need a car you don't okay my situation is different i mean i don't i'm not using one at the moment but we do need one so it's like super sucky for us well so is your car like a family car or is it just your car oh, don't get me triggered okay don't put this on the podcast yeah I don't think I can afford an electric car. I looked into them. They're not too bad. Like, a lot of them aren't too bad anymore. Like, obviously, Tesla yeah, and no. stuff like that might be a bit out of the, <laughs> the way. But, like, you could get a, probably a decent one for it. I mean, there's no hey. Uber drivers with <laughs> Priuses. Okay, mine's um, an Aorus. <laughs> so I'm basically an Uber driver. A Lamborghini Aorus? 
No, no. Toyota. Oh my god. <laughs> He's literally talking about Toyotas, and you said Lamborghini. Oh my god. Yeah, Lamborghini years, bro. Yeah. Wow. I'm so dumb. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I literally need to learn how to drive again. So um, I'll get back to you when I pass my test the second time. Wait, Adam, would you trust Tavius to drive you around? <laughs> I don't need. I can drive. I can drive my own car. You know, I don't need to worry about these things. It's, it's, no. It's you, worry. It's, need, it's you that needs to worry about these things. Oh. <laughs> so we're, doing, we're, doing, we're driving license shaming now. Like you see, it, my car's nice. Isn't it? I don't need to worry about these. Things. What have you got, ads? I use my parents' car, but they've got a Range Rover remote. And they trust you with that. Wow, that's that's uh, brave. Oh. Why is it brief? I'm a very sensible driver. No, no crashes, tickets, or faults in it. Where do you, you go with it? Huh? Where do you go with it? Where do I go with it? About. Oh, back. Did you um, do your test in Mitcham? Uh, Morden. Or Morden. Okay. Morden's my closest one as well. Um, that's How why is Morden your closest one? Yeah, I know, but it is, and uh, but I didn't do it there. Didn't I? Didn't end up doing it there because my no. driving instructor like refused to go over the bridge. Um, <laughs> the we did go over a bridge. I ended up doing it in um, Isleworth, which has like one of the highest fail rates. When did you pass, Adam? Sorry, I used your. Mm, I mean, I passed the podcast. Twenty eighteen. Twenty nineteen. That was last year. How many minor faults did you get? Uh, three. Did you pass first time? Yeah, yeah, on paper, I got two major faults, but he never counted any of them. <laughs> what? So that really, like, I got, I was speed, I got caught speeding twice by him, oh, and he and didn't, so, and he didn't oh, and, I, and, I, and I pulled over without indicating. So, like, with a different driver, with a different um, examiner, I should have failed, but. Wow, you are like, lucky. Nah. No, it's because I, I was good. I just made like a silly mistake. <laughs> wow. So who we got left then? We've got um, Smith and Cass left. I mean, I've passed my theory. I've yeah, my advice is always you you literally can pass it in like two, with like two weeks worth of just going through Whoa. the you could do it in two days <laughs> no but as in if you if you no, do like a test a day like as in if you do a test a day you can do it in two weeks like you don't need that much effort into it no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's if you not, if you put part. a bit more effort into it and just do it in two days, that's like the equivalent, basically. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not difficult. But the thing is, the hard part is because obviously when I passed, I passed my theory this summer was well, the summer that just passed. Mm-hmm. Um, but then obviously driving tests weren't open yet, and then once they did open, the backlog from COVID was nuts. Oh, yeah. Like it was ridiculous. So it's just for me, it's just a waiting game of when slots are actually available because yeah. <laughs> getting a slot is mad. Would you recommend doing like the normal like mm-hmm. three to four hours a day or the crash course thing? 
If you got peace to do three to four hours a day, you do you, bro. You <laughs> I personally can only do an hour a week. <laughs> do you recommend the one hour thing or that the crash course thing? No, how no, how much course, was that? Was that like thirty pounds an hour? What the? Just for like lessons? No, mine was twenty two. Wow, that's so lucky. That's what happens when you're from South London. My <laughs> <laughs> guy was like 28, yeah, and then my dad managed to haggle it down to 25. <laughs> such a high, like such great haggling. 25 in Chelsea is cheap. cheap. Yeah. But I still, yeah, and I still did two-hour lessons, so I did it like... But And, and you know what sucks is that, um, you know, do you guys remember in sixth form, um, I was doing lessons, my dad paid for those. When I restarted my lessons, I paid. So I paid for all of my lessons the second time around. <laughs> and for my tests. <laughs> wow. And now I don't drive. How much was the test? The theory is like twenty-seven pounds or something, and then um, the actual test is sixty pounds or something. Plus, um, again, remember I did my test like three years ago, so in two thousand like seventeen. Um, it's it's like sixty something pounds. Plus, you obviously have to hire the vehicle. Mm. So I don't actually know how much that is, and the test is slightly different. Well, I was going to say now, but it's been different since, like, 2018. Um, with, like, navigation, driving, and stuff like that. Oh, because you have to sat in that bit and then the science mm-hmm. alone, yeah. I, so I failed the first time round, and I got two minors and two majors because I almost ran over some old ladies. What? <laughs> I promise I'm a safe driver, though, guys. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's fine. Like, I trust her because, like, we're not in danger if she runs over an old lady. Just the old ladies. <laughs> okay, look, I passed the second time, so I clearly know how to drive. Okay. I was actually glad because I was so, um, I had severe anxiety that first time, right? Um, and... I didn't actually, I was so not confident with um, minor roads. Like, my perception of, like, literally the car is going to hit if there's two, even though there's enough space for two cars, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. Um, but the second time round, I'd done a bit more practice, obviously, and I was so calm with it. So I'm kind of glad that I failed the first time because I would not be safe, on uh, like, on the roads. Um, still in your confidence here. Mm-hmm. No, but the, you know, honestly, like, now I'm fine. Like, now, I, you know, I like, the second time around... Well, you know, I've driven a couple times. The reason why I don't drive with this car, right, is because um, when he first bought it, so you know when you drive with new cars. Oh, wait, actually, did you guys pass, did, uh, Adam, did you pass with a uh, manual or automatic? Respect me, please. <laughs> manual, of course. Okay, okay. So, you know, like when you, um, so, you know, when you drive with your instructor's car, it's yeah. a brand new car. Like, they change their cars, like, every couple of months, right? So, mm, the clutch, okay. My instructor changed his car literally every couple of months. So the, the clutch was so fresh. Like, it was beautiful, okay? And then when my dad got this, like, shitty car, there's literally, like, you don't feel anything. You don't feel anything at all. So I would just keep stalling because I couldn't feel the biting point. Um, but he recently got the clutch changed. So I hope that, you know, I'll, I'll, get, I'll let you know, like, next week. How about you actually get in a car and drive? Man, ain't got the peas right now. I'll be honest.
to do. It's calm. Just be a trapper for a bit, make peas, and then have to drive. So dumb. So I suggested to my dad that I like start getting back in the car and then taking it for a, for a spin. But we like I did like when I in the very beginning I did drive it once and and my brother was in the car and my dad was like next to me and my dad and I just like he's such a a passenger driver like he literally sits next to you and he just wants to do it all. It's not even backseat like he's literally in your ear and um basically I basically kicked him out of the car and my brother was like dying but the thing is um and I'm and I the thing is after he left the car I drove it fine um and I drove it like a little bit and then I parked like on the side a bit not too far away from the house um but the thing is uh, my car is like a, a you know those stop start ones with the key like you don't put it in the ignition but my dad walked off with it and he got all the way home with it before we realized that it wasn't in the car. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> and then he like <laughs> He just like you just see him like stropping and like stomping his way back to the car. <laughs> you up to your own dad. <laughs> Man, I can't drive if he's just like yelling at me. Oh god. My own driving instructor told me to take anxiety meds before my first exam. And I thought he was joking. Like, I thought he was just making a joke. Like, oh, maybe you should try, you know, like some anxiety pills from, um, like, Boots. (laughs) You know, they have those. (laughs) And I genuinely thought he was joking. But he wasn't. He was being serious. Like, he was, like, literally saying, like, oh, my God, you're a freaking anxious mess. I mean, I was. But and I didn't tell anyone. Before I did the actual test. Yeah. I mean, your your instructor typically takes you on, like, different routes and stuff anyway. Um, yes. Not They won't necessarily take you on, like, routes that they think are going to happen or whatnot. But it's just, like, generally around the area. So you do kind of learn the, the roads um, that you're going around. Um, but... I mean, I didn't tell anyone that I was taking my test. I literally didn't tell my... Like, my mom kind of knew. I don't know if she, like, remembered. Um, I didn't tell my dad. My dad was so, like, sus of me. Because I took lessons Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then on Thursday, I had my test. Um, and my dad was like, why are you taking so many lessons? Um, and I just said to him, like, oh, it's reading week. I'm trying to, you know, do it a bit more. Um, and then I just went and did the test. Um, and I passed. And then I didn't tell anyone until I got home either. So I got home. And I bought my own cake as well. <laughs> a bit lame. Um, and then, yeah, that was fun. Haven't haven't driven since, though. Guys, please donate to my car fund. <laughs> Go fund me. Uh, so Thanks. Oh, unemployed, but donate. Uh, I want a car, please. <laughs> <laughs> please donate to the unemployed person. Uh, seriously, I can't afford a new car. Oh no! What a shame. I'm gonna have to. Cry. I'll cry myself to sleep tonight for you. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay with this with the new you know congestion charge um, increase zone increase. I don't think I'm gonna be able to get a car anyway. Just stick to TFL, man. I don't really like the TFL, but the, the TFL. I don't blame Sadiq. I don't blame Sadiq though. 
What's wrong with TFL? I, bl- I blame Joris Bonson. What's, what's wrong with TFL? I don't know. Let me get back on the TFL and I'll let you know. Just the concept of, like, trekking to just pisses me off so much. Um, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I've been on Jubilee line. And rush hour is horrible. Oh, yeah, it's peak. Late to work last year, two, literally two days in a row, I got to work at 10 30, 11 because of delays. But even on the way back, they have like a queuing thing outside the door because it's so busy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they'll queue to get on, like literally. Oh, yeah. It's just ridiculous. Come visit yeah. me, guys. Uh, get us a job and I'll come visit you. <laughs> yeah, for real. You guys can come <laughs> in the summer. Hey, Adam, give us a job and we'll go with you. <laughs> you dead. You need to visit. We'll just be there. Right. <laughs> Literally. Where do you work? That's a good job. I don't know how much of this is actually going to be in a podcast, but there's a lot of personal information being Yeah, I'll, I'll, leave, I'll leave that. I'll leave that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's Thank been going on for like, what, two hours even, now? Even it's going to be a half an hour episode. <laughs> <laughs> are you Are you going to keep this purely COVID? Or are you actually going to include all the bits that we talked about just now? Um, I'm undecided. I feel like I this is interesting. about your love life. What? I think you should include the stuff about your love life. There's nothing to, there's nothing to include because it's non-existent. Huh? Okay, yeah, so back what... so back to Adam. What? Oh wow. <coughs> now, Tabby, you was you was annoying me last time because you kept trying to interrogate me DMs. Okay, listen, I didn't need to interrogate you. At that point, I just wanted confirmation. Listen, you want, you if you want, want to keep... from me. Confirmation <laughs> <laughs> of what? Um, just what you've been up to, Adam. What, in life? Um, yeah. Been playing FIFA, you know, going mm. out. Yeah. Have you been going out with any people, like anyone in particular? Well, I mean, I have friends. Uh-huh. Do I know them? Uh-huh. I'm sure you know some of my friends, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, okay, you don't need to be a genius to put two and two together, I'm just saying. Huh? It's not that, it's not that hard yet when, like, one person... Who's trying, post- to, who's trying to hide anything? No, I'm not saying I'm just, that. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just saying, uh, like, it's, it's not very hard to suss things out when one yeah. person posts something and then another person posts the exact same thing two minutes later. <laughs> No, it's cute. It's cute. It's cute. It's it was um not expected, but cute. Those are my thoughts. You can you can take them out of the podcast. Should I just stop recording so you can let things fly? Huh? Should I just stop recording so we can let things fly? I mean, is there, is, there, is there anything you want to discuss more? Or do you want to end the podcast there? I'm not going to lie, this recording is like two hours long. So. Uh, I mean, like, well. I personally don't necessarily have anything to discuss. So I'm open for, for questions, if serious ones are going to be asked. <laughs> 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 I, 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 
food and I done you in the podcast. G. <laughs> no, he <laughs> did, he did, he did. No, no, as in like outro, G. Yeah. Like, uh, outro the podcast. This has been DMX in association with Adam, Injured A, and Jeez. Tabs. <laughs> can, I, can I just say, with lockdown coming, mental health is going to be a big thing. So please reach out to all your friends. Or companions, or other companions, half. Companions, or colleagues, or whatever. Checking on them. Make sure they're okay. Support each other during this time. It's hard for everyone. So please be open, talk. If you are struggling, please reach out. There's numbers out there to call if you are struggling. So please, 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 please don't suffer in silence. It's the worst thing you can do. It's it's more brave to speak out to people because trust me from experience, talking to others helps so much more than than just keeping it all locked in. So please, I just want to I just want to end it on that note. Please. If you are struggling, please reach out. And everyone, please check up with your friends. It's a difficult time for us all. It's hard time for everyone for different reasons. So please just check up on everyone. Make sure everyone's okay and just be there for people. That's a nice note to end the recording on. So... Cool. <laughs> I, have to say, I have to say it because it's actually so important. Mm. Mm.